Hey everyone, it's Tom Kratz, and on this episode of the Your Life, Your Term show, we definitely have something very strange for you. What is going on is Dr. Cowan from Phenom High Performance Medicine came in to go over the latest DNA results that he had me run. So this isn't like an ancestry kind of thing. This, this is clinically relevant information that gives you insight into 127 gene variants across 96 different genes. And what it does is it explains your nutrition needs, your food sensitivities, your caffeine, tolerance, your alcohol tolerance, your exercise style, and your lifestyle strategies. Instead of just talking about this stuff in a generic way so that we could all learn what these different genes are about and the different things that we should all look about look uh, look for, we thought, why don't we just release my results in real time with him coming in and sharing my results with me and Nick and you. So that's what we did. So this is definitely a strange episode. So if you don't want to hear anything about my DNA results, do not listen to this episode. But if you think you're going to glean some kind of good information from this, and I think you'll probably get different insights, it might be interesting for you. So that's just your warning. Definitely a weird one when you're going, we're going over my DNA results on this episode of the podcast. But we had some fun with it. Uh, Nick and I were joking around about different things. You'll, you'll hear it as we go through it. So that's what we're doing. So just a heads up. This is a different different type of episode, but we had a lot of fun with it. And listen, if you are listening to this, and this is a weird transition going from that and into the real estate market, but if you want some real estate information, you could always check out the latest stuff that we're up to at rockstarinnercircle.com. So that's www.rockstarinnercircle.com. Or you can check out our YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash rockstar inner circle. That's www.youtube.com forward slash rockstar inner circle. You can subscribe there, get all the latest videos that we're putting out. We've been putting out a little slightly longer videos over the last few months with everything going on in the real estate market. We're about to put out a new one right about now, the time of recording this. So you can check out the latest videos at youtube.com forward slash rockstar inner circle. Subscribe there and you'll get all our videos. That's it for the intro. Let's get on with the show. Are you ready to live life on your terms? Is it time to take charge? Real estate, business building, the economy, health and nutrition, and more. It's the Your Life, Your Term Show with Tom and Nick Carazza. Are you ready? Let's go. We are live with Dr. Cowan. Nick, yeah, I'm about to ask. Can you hear me? Loud can and you hear clear. Me? Yeah, perfect. Nicholas, Kara- Nicholas Alexander Karadza, can you hear me? I just wonder how many people are like, I know some people are like, that's great when you're asking. I just wonder how many people are like, that is the most no, annoying thing. I don't care. Why you know what? Stop I don't that? care anymore. This is the thing I do. I check to see if you can hear me. Your Dr. Cowan doesn't even know what's going on. Listen, we started this podcast and at the beginning, I could never know. I never knew if Nick heard me through our setup. So I always asked like, Hey Nick, can you hear no, me? We, and we forgot to edit that out and we left it in. What would happen is you would, we would test it before and then he would just start recording. And then he would ask me the same thing that he just asked me 10 seconds prior. I'm like, what changed in the and last Nick 10 seconds? And Nick would get pissed off when I asked him. I'm like, well, I'm just, I'm not trying to piss you off. I just really want to know, are we recording? Like, can We're you We're getting hear the me? real brotherly interactions going on today. <laughs> yeah. The real, the real life. Yeah, well, I'm only me. here to see, I, I want to see this. I'm, I'm here to take some so, shots yeah, so, and see what's so yeah, they told me behind the scenes he wants to uh, chirp you a little bit. Yeah, no, that's, listen, that's I'm very. Here. You know why I'm very grateful, Doctor Cowan's here because I know he works with elite athletes like some UFC fighters that we can't name, and NHL players. Are we allowed to even say some of this stuff? You work with all these people, and then he works with Tom Karadza. So I just want to just I'm just throwing that hey, out man, there. Every, everyone's got charity work. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's boy. So uh, yeah, so. You lead the way. Like this is it. What 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 test did I take? It's a DNA test that tests everything. Yeah. So this is a new uh, genetic test that we're doing a lot in the clinic uh, now since uh, since January. Um, and the difference is it's a clinically relevant genetic test diff- versus like an ancestry test or like um, what color are your eyes? You know, what hair color do you have? Some of those sort of cool quirky little facts. This is more like what can you use and apply to improve your health and performance with your genes? So this is like the latest stuff. So we're using this to integrate with all of our patients. Like we have 
a ton of patients, not all athletes, a lot of non-athletes, <laughs> a lot of No, uh, I like to associate, I like to yeah. associate with yeah. the athletes. Of course, that's what I'm of saying. course. Okay. You're a high performer. We have, we have high performers of all walks. <laughs> okay. Let's say it that way. I like how Dr. Gal just throwing that out there to make sure everybody knows that you don't have yeah. to be some yeah. elite athlete. Yeah. And then it just made me think that my comment towards you was now offended everyone else that might, you know, that might, he might have yeah, worked with in the past that is not playing in a pro sports league. I took no offense to whatever you said. I was just like, I'm doing my best to dig a hole. So far, so good, you know? But, uh, okay, so got it. So this this gives you insights into directly how you can use the DNA results, it sounds like. Exactly, yeah. So genetics are advancing quite a bit now. So they're able to figure out what SNPs or what genes, they're called SNPs is is the technical word, uh, what genes have what impact. And that shows you kind of like what your... Uh, like your hardware of your computer, if that's an analogy for your body, what that's designed to do. Great. So, yes. So I'm going to find that's, out all the problems. Not, that's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. So we like to use this because it gives us a basis of like, what is someone programmed to do? And then how can we adjust that to optimize them? And what areas of weakness do they have that we can override? And um, what things are they already doing that may not meet, need to be fixed or, or what things that they do well that you can sort of double down on and really um, help them excel in. So it gives us a whole kind of roadmap. It's um, kind of like an owner's manual in a sense. And the, the report is 51 pages. Wow. Right? So we're not going to okay. go over. We're just, I just picked a few You're things we'll talk highlight. about. Yeah, we're going to pick some highlights. I probably have today. no weakness. I don't yeah. have any weaknesses, yeah. do no. I? No, okay. Perfect All gene. Right. Okay, okay. <laughs> Perfect gene pool. <laughs> yeah. Um, Okay. Yeah, so it's really cool for us as uh, practitioners because we can take this info and then apply it to a lot of the functional tests that we do. So you guys have all done, like, I think both of you have done the hormone testing, the stool testing, digestive testing, blood testing for foods that work best and worse for you. Know, you know, I just got to pause on the stool yeah. test. The stool testing one, I know it's different now because I got a French fry cup yeah. that I had to use to catch my stool. Yeah. And then I got a spork. It was like half spoon, half fork <laughs> to, to, to take yeah. the sample from the French fry cup yeah, yeah. and put it in, scrape it into this like little collection thing. Yeah, yeah it was like a liquid in it or something. Yeah, too, yeah, right? it had yeah, liquid yeah. in it. It was so gross. Yeah, I, I, then I, think I, I was I a little bit caught off guard by the process too. I was like, okay, yeah, if, if I got to take this test, I'll do it. And then when I got the test and the instructions, I was like, whoa, I agree to this? I'm like, this is <laughs> it's less, serious, less exciting no, than it's I thought. It's serious. Like I was squatting like I never thought I could squat before <laughs> to do this thing. And I, I, I need to, you just put foil in, in the actual toilet. That's no, yeah. that's I my know. hack. No, yeah, yeah. The, that hack's not going down with me. No. I don't really like that hack at all. <laughs> I, 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 I developed a complete other system. I have a lot of experience just squatting because we went to, in Europe, our grandparents had no washrooms. Right. So we would go over, man, it's no problem for me to squat and take care of business. But uh, I won't tell you any more details. <laughs> this always comes up no matter what we start out with. The poop test comes comes in. Yeah, you know why? Because yeah, I think it's, it's stardom. Tra- he thinks it's good, but it's actually no, stardom. I it's think. a little it's traumatizing. A memorable it is. But you know what? The, the information that you get from that particular test, yeah. I found is some of the most insightful information. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Gut health is massive, right? I mean, that's... Because that's where you found out about what was it? that not um ah that was like a strain of something that i had i forget i think I you had uh, uh candida overgrowth like yeast overgrowth yeah, yeah, in the gut right. i believe yeah, yeah and, and you, we did that horrible diet for 30 days yeah. that, that killed it all yeah that was great that, that horrible diet after you do that horrible diet you're feeling pretty good though you're yeah. feeling great i gotta admit yeah. like you're in a pretty good you, shape i remember waking up my eyes popping open in the morning just feeling like i'm ready to go yeah, yeah. i was blaming it on uh, what was it the, the a couple of things like it was a licorice root and something else because that is that was when I had actually moved out of my house. Um, I was living with my parents mm-hmm. because we were renovating our house. So we had like ripped apart mm-hmm. the whole main floor. So for, I don't know, like four months or something, I was, we were living there mm-hmm. in Mississauga. I was driving my, my kids to school and picking them up in Oakville, which isn't the ideal commute mm-hmm. for dropping your kids off to school. And I was I felt like I was burning the candles on both ends, but I felt like a million bucks still. Yeah. I'm like, this stuff is like, this is like, I just want this stuff all the time. Like I, I had superhuman energy. It was yeah. amazing. If you fix your gut, you get improvements in every system you didn't even realize yeah that blew me away yeah. that blew i'll never forget that that period of time like i should really be feeling like i'm like in the ground right now yeah. but I, I feel like a million bucks we're way off track so take us okay so i don't know walk walk us through what how does how does this look okay so what people should know if you've heard of genetic tests before this is the first thing you should know is that um you've got to get the full picture so the reason why we use this test as practitioners is because it gives you the whole profile of someone's genes. So, for example, um, if you're going to look at gluten sensitivity, for example, which is uh, an important marker to know if you do if you tolerate gluten well or not. A lot of people are gluten free these days, so your genes will help give you some insight into that. 
most of the commercial genetic DNA tests out there, they're testing one or two variants and there are actually six that will tell you if you work well with gluten or not, right? Mm. So they're looking at all six on your report. So it gives you the well-rounded look. So how accurate is it if you're only looking at two of the six markers, right? Same with alcohol um, breakdown, how well you break down alcohol. We're going to go over that with you today too. You're already smiling. So I know this is going to be embarrassing. Great. So there are three gene variants for how well you metabolize or break down alcohol. So most of the commercial tests will look at one and give you an, an answer whether you should how much alcohol you should have or how you should manage that. Whereas it doesn't give you the full picture where they're looking at all three in, in the clinical report. Um, so this test is looking at 96 genes and 127 variants of those genes. So the other tests full... are looking at less because they just don't have the full spectrum available at the time they started that DNA test. Yeah. The technology has to be there. Like the, the guys that um, are running the, the test that we do are, are all PhDs in genetics. So it's not like a commercial company that's looking at, Okay. Out. They're, they're, this is well, their, this is their thing. This is all okay. they do. Right. Okay. Um, so it gives you that full kind of big picture of everything. Um, yeah. 96 genes, 127 variants of that. And we use the, the, uh, professional version of that. So it gives you that full spectrum of everything. Okay. So, yeah. And then it's up to us. The, the reason why we like this too, is because this is the, sort of the art and science of medicine. So the science is giving you what genes are there and the art is, how do you take that information and apply it to someone and what they have going on? So we have to know the patient, like we know both of you guys very well, just from going through all of our assessments and um, a number of different things. So you have to sort of know the patient and know what to apply that's relevant to help certain kind of weak points or things that they can improve on that you already know about. Like all of the info in here, you wouldn't apply to someone to be overwhelming. You want to kind of pick and choose. Like if you're having trouble with um, weight loss or staying lean, then you'll apply some of the stuff in here that we'll talk about to use for that. Or let's say you're having trouble with exercise recovery or you're having trouble with energy or whatever it might be. You can sort of pull. Say you're having trouble with it all. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's a long meeting. Yeah. Yeah, It's a long meeting. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, so it can be overwhelming to look at. So we'll, we'll break it down today and just highlight some of the the fun stuff, the cool stuff. The whole report's pretty cool. Actually. You're basically going to tell me I can't drink alcohol and I can't drink coffee. I think. No, you'd be surprised. No. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So we'll go over hope. There's hope. Yeah. So we'll go over like nutrition needs, um, food sensitivities, um, caffeine tolerance, alcohol tolerance, exercise style recommendations. Huh. You have some pretty cool stuff there. Lifestyle strategies, um, different things that are actually relevant and things that you can do uh, and actions too. On the exercise stuff, I know it must be lift heavy objects off ground and don't run or do any cardio. I'm just making a prediction right now. We'll I think wait so, right? I, think it's, I just think it's move slowly all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Definite preference to lifting rock off ground versus running around the block. Actually, your your whole report, when you, when you look at it at the end, it's really cool because what you're actually programmed to do is quite different than how you are actually functioning. <laughs> I'd be curious to see mine versus yours. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You guys would actually have some, obviously some similar some, stuff yeah. there, but and some okay. different, right? All but right. Um, yeah. So we'll just, we'll pull some genes here and we'll talk about them and uh, talk about what you're doing and what you can do differently. Okay. Uh, so nutrition needs. Um, so we'll scroll down here. So the first, um, interesting thing for you is carbohydrate consumption. So carbs like breads, pastas, like the traditional carbs you're thinking of, um, the gene, uh, that controls that or influences that is this one at the bottom here. So the TCF seven L2 gene says that at the bottom. So you actually, um, would have to consume more whole grain carbs because, um, you actually don't call it tolerate carbs super well. So if you were to have a lot of processed carbs, a lot of refined carbs, a lot of um, sort of the um, unhealthy types of carbs, you would have trouble staying lean. You're actually at higher risk for type 2 diabetes based on your genetic profile. That's what I mean. Really? Look how lean you are, right? Yeah. So you're overriding a lot of stuff with some of the things you're doing in your in your daily routine. So you're a good example of, you know, you take this information and you know, if I didn't know you, I'd be saying, okay, now you got to do that. Well, no, he's already lean. Like your body fat percentage is super low. You stay lean all the time where you're actually programmed to have high blood sugar and trouble with insulin. See at the bottom there, abnormal insulin synthesis. Yeah. So insulin controls how much fat you store. So by abnormal insulin synthesis, it means if I had the carbs that I can't. So like, I know I do well with oats yep. that's on there. So if I do, if I, if I was doing other wheat that isn't the whole wheats or brown rice or oats like it's described here. I would just store it 
as fat faster because my insulin yes. is weird. Yes, you have more trouble than someone else keeping yourself lean. You'd convert more of those processed carbs right to body fat, belly huh. fat typically. So you do better with whole wheat, brown brown rice, oats, quinoa, buckwheat, that type of and thing. And it's funny because I know I do better with rice that, and oats. Isn't that everyone, like doesn't everyone do better with that? Not necessarily. Like I know what you're saying, like most people would do better with better yeah. types of carbs. Yeah, but some people but I guess can tolerate it, it, them better. Like I'm sure you guys know some people who eat like really bad yeah. diet and yeah like lean. i have a friend that, that can eat like just he, he would eat whoppers or, or cheeseburgers yeah. like on a regular basis and yeah. the guy is just lean no matter what like yeah. he can't he can't yeah. gain weight no matter what with yeah. that yeah, yeah. yeah. so okay. that's where the genes come in so some people have sort of those genes where they can control that um so in your case the the refined carbs would not be good huh okay okay Fat consumption. Okay, before you tell me, I'm going to guess Go. I love my fats. Okay. I must, I'm going to predict I do really well with fats. Reduce saturated fat <laughs> yeah, intake yeah, yeah, is, yeah. Is, is, the, is what's at the top of yeah. the thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you actually do better. This is interesting too because um, you need a higher amount of omega-3 to counter the inflammation from like a lot of saturated fats. So if you were to have a lot of animal products like a lot of uh, lard, cheese, butter, that kind of thing, um, you wouldn't do well sort of long-term inflammation-wise. And we know that with you, um, with some of your HRV scores. If you remember, some of the scores were off at different times. They were elevated, so we've been trying to knock your inflammation down. So your genes actually are requiring you to have double the amount of omega-3 that would be recommended um, to the general population. So general population, you want to aim for about 1.6 grams a day which is, so a capsule of omega-3 is usually 1,000 milligrams. So that's like a capsule and a half. You would actually want to get it up to three grams a day, which we've already been doing with your cod liver oil. And I know I feel great taking that cod liver oil. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Okay, so the good, so the fats that are good for me are, it says fish, flax seeds, walnuts, chia seeds, avocados, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So the stuff to stay away from are the omega-6s for me. Yeah. Right? So the omega-6s Which is why are the, I stay... Yeah. So we're on the same page. This is the stuff I stay away yeah, from. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Sunflower oil, yep. corn oil, soy, soybean oil, yep. c- cottonseed oil, all that crap. This is also too why you wouldn't do well with a ketogenic diet. See, huh. if you're if you're ketogenic diet, it's way more than 10% uh, fats for your diet. Like sometimes ketogenic diets are 80%, 90% fats. So yeah, you wouldn't it. respond super well to that high. You just wouldn't be able to tolerate it where you'd do better with um, your omega-3 status was higher and omega-6 is lower. Omega-6, probably the worst foods you can take in are these oils, the industrial oils, safflower oil, sunflower oil, Grape corn oil. oil. Those kind of things and are probably in, worse. If you, if, you know, if yeah. when, people, when you look at the, the ingredients of things, they're in yeah. a lot of stuff. Less now, you can find some stores that are watching it that more products are making things with better oil. Yeah. Um, I, I almost had a heart attack once when I, I got a... a, a uh, a salad dressing. It was let's a farm not, boy. Let's not talk no, about no, this stuff and talk about heart attacks. I don't I, know. I got, feels, yeah. feels wrong. I got a salad dressing yeah. at uh, at farm boy. I yeah. took it home and I put it in the in the fridge and it ac- actually hardened. Like it, it yeah. collagenated. How do I say that? No, I think you did pretty good. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh. and then I, I yeah, and I'm like, what is in? I'm like, what is this real oil? Like there's real olive oil in this thing? I was yeah. blown away. Right, yeah. I almost had a heart attack. Sorry, no heart attack. So <laughs> so olive oils though are one of the ones I can do. Yeah, olive oil will be good. Avocado oil, coconut oil, those are going to be helpful for you and then obviously like um fatty fish flax seeds walnuts so when i was doing six tablespoons of butter in my coffee that was too and what was happening in those days you're burning burning out out. you're burning out big time right yeah that's when i met a couple reasons yeah yeah exactly but an interesting thing too is like with the omega-6 just to nick's point there it's hard to find foods that don't have those i know Uh, a lot of our pro athletes um won't have any of those oils so when they're traveling during the season they're looking for restaurants that don't have Omega six like is it hard to find. Yeah, yeah, super hard. So they'll look at their teams will go to all the five star restaurants or whatever city they're in, and they'll they'll look for are they supplying um, these kind of garbage oils with the salad and the food? Most of them are. They only found five cities, the five star restaurants in five cities that didn't have really. Those oils. I believe that. Is c- even the salad oil? dressing. To, to your point too, yeah. the salad dressing came out and it looked like it was two different colors of yellow. It was half canola, half olive oil. Okay, so canola is not on your list, but that's one of the ones to reduce. Correct? Yeah, canola. Yeah. yeah, it should be on there, is it? No? It's a not. No, no. Yeah, canola but, is okay. a problem too. Yeah, okay. for sure. Because I find everything's with canola oil, yeah. like everything. Yeah, and it's sometimes super inflammatory. Sometimes I'll go to Whole Foods, and some yeah. of the pre-made food there, I'll look at the ingredients. A lot of and it. It says canola oil, yeah. and I'll ask them, and they'll say, "You know what? We put that there. I made this food. I know it doesn't have canola oil, 
but we just put that there as a blanket because we use so much canola oil and stuff. Oh, okay. I'm like, yeah. oh my gosh, okay, so I will take that food then because the guy who's promising me he made it, he didn't use it. Um, but he said other people who are putting it together might use the canola oil. Okay. And so they have it in all their um, ingredient lists there. I was like, holy crap. So much, because canola oil is literally everywhere. I'm convinced I'm hypersensitive to not so good oils because a lot of times I'll go to a restaurant and I eat good food, but then I still, my stomach doesn't feel yes. right after. And yep. I'm like, it's it's the sauces and I, I'm convinced, I have no science behind this, but yep. I'm just convinced it's the, so, the sauces and the dressings yeah. that are like, I'm just not used to eating that. My, my body yeah. doesn't respond well to that. And whatever they're using to, to throw in the pan to cook it in, yeah. that's probably where it's coming from. And that's why the, the recommendation is, for people, you know, you're going to have a better meal at home regardless just because of that factor. Okay, so less animal-based fat, more mm-hmm. vegetable-based good fat, yeah, like, the, like the, the nuts and mm-hmm. seeds and avocado and that kind of stuff. You want to tip the scale, so you want to have your omega-3 scale higher than your omega-6. Okay. Omega-3 is anti-inflammatory, omega-6 is inflammatory. What omegas are in, like beef and the chicken and stuff? Yeah, and the butter. Like? Yeah, those are the more saturated fat ones, and then these ones at the bottom are the worst omega-6s, those oils, those industrial oils. Those are the worst. Okay. Yeah, like, for, for example, in North America, the average person is a ratio of 20 to 1 on omega-6 omega six to, to 3. Yeah. So anything Holy you can do cow. to get the 3 back up. So everyone's inflammatory. Well, because I remember reading, even if you eat roasted nuts, I think the roasting of the nuts increases the omega-6 yeah. of a nut. And you, because I think I remember reading somewhere, don't eat, like, roasted macadamia nuts. Eat, like, just unroasted ones. The raw ones, yeah. The raw ones, thank yeah. you, because the roasted ones had omega-6 or something. Yeah. I, I forget. Yeah. Anyway, sure. so this is all pretty bad news so far. I can barely no, eat anything. No, no. But okay. Well, let's keep we'll, going. Let's keep we'll, going. Let's go to uh, is there any recommended. Good news? Is there any good news? There's a recommended action to go get your triglycerides tested. It's oh, like, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. yeah, yeah no, well, I've had apart. those. Yeah, I've had those tested. <laughs> yeah, I think before. Have, they're, yeah. They're actually, your triglycerides are good. Okay. Uh, good. Lactose. So this is interesting, right? So lactose intolerance. People are always worried about um, what the response to dairy is. So your lactose is actually okay. See that one? That's is crazy it? for me to hear because mm-hmm. if I have yogurt. I will break out with acne across my face in within 36 to 48 hours, like clockwork, mm. every single time. Yeah. So like this, like zero exceptions. So in a dairy molecule, you'll have a lactose, which is the sugar. Then you'll have the casein, which is the protein. You react poorly to casein based on your blood testing. Got it. Okay. So people always think about dairy and think about lactose because that's the most common popular thing to think about. But you see casein reactions quite a bit too. So this is why you have to have someone look at this for you because if you went crazy on the dairy you probably wouldn't feel amazing because your casein reaction is really high got it yeah and casein so what's in butter casein no uh butter has a less casein than other stuff okay jeez don't take away my butter yeah yeah okay um, and look at this one too so far i don't think i can eat no i can have milk which i don't yeah. want because i'm gonna break out yeah Glu- okay. your gluten actually is low risk so gluten you know nick and i were talking about that before so gluten is a, is a the protein of wheat so you take a wheat molecule, um, and inside that you've got the gluten, which is the protein of that. So you're low risk of sensitivity to gluten. You've low never really had a problem there, though. I think eating that type of no. stuff. Before, you can do right? whole grains. But why does it say consider removing gluten from your diet then? Oh, uh, if you see, yeah. if you experience any health issues. Okay. Yeah. So they're saying pull it just to see, because in general now, and, and there's some controversy around gluten, whether it's the actual molecule, whether it's what's being sprayed on the crops, like. I don't know if you guys have seen the stuff on Roundup and glyphosate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So like now it's like, is it a gluten sensitivity or is it a glyphosate problem that people are having? Just a pure carcinogen. So so wait a second, just on this gluten thing, this means I can have wheat or no? Yeah, so wheat seems like it's okay for you. And then based on that first gene we looked at with the carb one, um, whole wheat sources are better for you, like whole grains. Okay, um, got it. Seem to work better for you genetically. Uh, caffeine. Here's a oh, good one. Jeez, don't tell me I can't no have caffeine. Coffee. So no far, caffeine. I can't eat no anything. caffeine. I can barely have anything. I can have it's some walnuts. Already. Yeah. No, this is a good one. So you're actually a, a pretty good. So medium metabolizer <laughs> of caffeine, which is which is a good sign. A lot of people are are bad metabolizers, which means they can't break it down. Three eight ounce cups of, of that's no problem. Like that's, oh, yeah, I drink that's, way less than that. Yeah, okay, yeah. we're good. Yeah, yeah. So you we're can good. tolerate four hundred milligrams a day. Three eight ounce cups of regular coffee oh, would wow. work well for what's you. In, what's in an espresso? I think fifty milligrams. Yeah, is fifty in to eighty espresso. somewhere yeah. there. Um, so these are the two genes, the CYP one A two. These are these are often looked at for people. So if you're a slow metabolizer of caffeine, what what happens? You get really jittery and you feel really off and anxious and. <laughs> Uh, you can't sleep if you have uh, coffee. It stays in your system longer. Yeah, that rarely happens yeah. to me. Yeah. yeah, so when you're a medium metabolizer, it's kind of like, do you tolerate it well, which you do, so then you can uh, go for it up to 400 milligrams. Oh, my God. Okay, I can yeah. have coffee and walnuts yeah, yeah. so far. Okay. Here we go, another fun one. Here. My, yeah, alcohol. 
Why are you, why are you laughing? So this, this is the You're important one. You're laughing before you say yeah. this. Yeah. Oh, I, just, I, just, geez, I just saw your cabinet of uh, whiskey at the front. That's why. <laughs> the take action says limit or avoid alcohol consumption. Yeah. That's it. Avoid. So look at yeah. this. You, so you break down alcohol very slowly. Yeah. And I know the reason I know, I don't know what it means by this. So I guess I'll ask you to, to explain this. What is it? ADH1BC gene. Um, I feel like I break it down slowly, but I don't know what that means. Like I'll, I'll feel like the day after drinking some alcohol, mm-hmm. it still feel kind of groggy. Is this all yeah. part of breaking it down slowly? Yeah. Like you can't clear it out of your body. So if it stays around longer, you'll get hangovers the following day. You'll, you could feel drowsiness. Yes. Yeah, slurred disruption. Emotional slurred change. speech. <laughs> sleep oh disruption. God. nausea. But remember when we looked at your HRV scores, if you had a bit of alcohol, totally. It, yeah. Your HRV would be totally off, which really matches up well with this. I can rarely have a glass of wine after 6 p.m. and get a good night's sleep. Yeah. Like I have to stop drinking at like 6. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. If I have like a couple drinks at 10 p.m., some friends are over and stuff, something, my HRV score the next morning for recovery, disaster. disaster. Yeah, exactly. And HRV is measuring your resilience and how well you're responding to things. So if, you, if your HRV score is way off, it's likely this so these genes these a l d h alcohol dehydrogenase okay, is the, the actual name these yeah. are the pro okay got it encode yep. proteins involved in different steps in the alcohol metabolism pathway yeah so see this test is looking at all three genes remember at the beginning i was telling you guys like some some of the commercial tests will look at one gene and make the call whether you're a fast or slow metabolizer which doesn't give you the full picture got it okay yeah so th- this is uh Oh, the other thing I was going to mention before, the reason why we flipped over to do this test, we used to do a different one, which you guys have both done with 23andMe, mm-hmm. which we took the raw data and had it run through a different software to give you, which most practitioners were doing in those days. 23andMe has come out now and said, um, don't use any of the conversion software because there's so much error in that. Oh, So this is why now we're taking the actual gene and looking at what they're doing specifically without any conversion stuff. So this is more accurate. Well, new science, right? New science, yeah. yeah. yeah, I always feel like there's new science and we're disproving what we thought was hard science two years ago. But so far, just on the alcohol thing for Mm -hmm. one second, long term. So in the short term, obviously, I don't process it well. But then I guess long term, I don't drink much. I'm not a big drinker, but... Mm -hmm. Long term, I guess if someone like me drinks regularly, it's not good for your health just because then regularly you're not processing it well. Regularly, you're yeah. not getting good sleep. Yeah. And it's why I just find I don't like drinking every night a glass mm-hmm. of wine or something just because it disrupts me. Yeah. In your case, you'd be better off to like wait and do it for social stuff or on the weekend. Which is or, when I usually drink other than yeah. having a, a shot of tequila here or yeah. a shot of whiskey yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah, I saw the whiskey out front. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's better to... Um, that's, the, that's the HR department? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> HR rep. Yeah. yeah I, th- I think it's better to, to uh, for you not to be like a casual couple of drinks every night because you just won't be as sharp as you want to be. Like you guys are always trying to be at your best. So and I've noticed that's, that. And that's why I don't because yeah. in the morning when I want to get stuff done, I'm just Sluggish. dragging. Yeah. yeah. Foggy. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Sodium on wall. Oh my God, well, please. please am I allowed to have, am I allowed to have salt? Sodium you can tolerate well with no blood pressure, no blood pressure um, elevations. Okay, and that's the ACE gene. Yeah, this okay. is actually a kidney-based uh, gene, but you can tolerate um, salt levels high, so you're not one of those types of people that would have salt and your blood pressure would go through the roof. So, so far, I can yeah. have walnuts, coffee, and salt. salt. There you go. Okay. Combination. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we get into some of the nutrients. So vitamin A, so vitamin A, the main um, benefit is vision. Okay. So vitamin yeah, A. Yeah, why is it calling out vitamin A for me? Is that for me specifically or for everyone it's just going to start with vitamin A? Yeah, start with Oh, vitamin. sorry. Yeah, just a, go a, is, a is first yeah. in the alphabet. I get it. I get it. <laughs> yeah. I get it. Complex. I'm slow. Yeah. I'm slow. I got there. I got there. But look, they're beef liver. To get your vitamin A, you can eat your beef liver. You'll be happy yeah. about that. Oh, God, yeah. I love my liver. Yeah, so you have a reduced ability to convert beta carotene into active vitamin A. And this is the other reason, the other reason why we're doing cod liver oil for you because it has vitamin A. You've high. always said that for me. Yeah. Yeah. This is based actually on your previous genetic thing we looked at. We thought we saw the low omega three, the omega, and the vitamin A and vitamin D problems. So you've been doing the cod liver oil since then. And I gotta admit, since you have me on regular cod liver oil with the vitamin A, I love it. I like I I just feel, feel good, good with it. Yeah. 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 Um, B12, folic acid, B two. So. These have a number of roles. The main ones are metabolism. P12 is huge for metabolism. And what metabolism actually is, is your body's ability to convert convert food into energy. 
So low B12 um, will actually impair energy and metabolism both, right? So you have a decreased absorption of B12 genetically. I think you've told me, yeah, you've been yeah. onto this, I think, before. I forget, are we doing anything for that with yeah. me? Um, we did. Um, b12 for a while yeah we had got that off it yeah is that something i need to adjust now we did injections and then we blood monitor oh, your b12 right. so your b12 is up now yeah. where it should oh, be that's right i yeah. forgot about that okay vitamin c is a hot topic right now with all the covid stuff going around like obviously there's a lot of evidence on vitamin d um helpful for boosting immune vitamin c you said oh, sorry vitamin c yeah. sorry yeah um yeah your vitamin c ability is normal so you're going to be able to keep vitamin c levels high enough in your body just with a normal diet like you would only need um, 90 milligrams a day, which you're going to get through your diet just through healthy okay. eating. You, see, but then if I supplement more because it's a water solu soluble vitamin, it's okay, right? Because yes. I'll just excrete it yep. and it doesn't matter. Yeah. Unlike a fat soluble like vitamin D, you You'll can take it. too much. Yeah. Because that's, is that why I've been constipated before by taking too much vitamin D? <laughs> vitamin D? No. no. <laughs> Are we, are, are, we, some are, other we, are we editing this part? Of no, it? Yeah, yeah. Just leave it in. I swear yeah, to God. Why does it always come back I, to yeah. you in the toilet? Yeah, no, exactly. I don't know. I just feel like I've taken too much vitamin D before yeah. and gotten constipated, but that's fine. Hey, so, go ahead. I was going to ask you, see how it says um, to, the normal ability to combat oxidative stress and adequate mm -hmm. levels of vitamin C in your blood is when you physically, if you strain yourself physically a lot, mm -hmm. does it can vitamin C help recovery as well? Like some, some athletes, so so just from a physical standpoint, not just immune, it's like actually like muscular and stuff as well. Yeah, yeah. So recovery is like uh, a big part of that is immune, right? How well your body can um, resist that and and tolerate that. So vitamin C um, will combat oxidative stress even from hard training. Um, the antioxidant angle from vitamin C is a little bit controversial. A lot of athletes saw the original studies on vitamin C were taking a ton of antioxidants and not getting good recovery. There's some, a little bit of a conversion problem there, but um, in general, vitamin C will help recovery and will help adrenal glands, which will help your huh, cortisol levels. So there's a big recovery component. To so vitamin then it's C. okay for me, even though I, yeah. I have the, the, what is it? The GSTT1 gene mm -hmm. is okay. It's typical yeah. or normal. I can do. I can take extra vitamin C and it's okay. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And if you miss it sometimes, it's not like essential for you. You're probably hitting that already. 90 milligrams yeah. is pretty Unlike low. Unlike the omegas, which for me, I really need to be taking. Yeah. You need that double. So this allows us to prioritize something. This is why this is, uh, I think this is probably going to be a sort of a first step with our new patients now looking at what are you programmed to do? Yeah. And let's correct a lot of You know of what I things. feel like I'm at? Mr. Lube back yeah. in the day. I swear. I feel like I'm at Mr. Yeah. Lube with my old Thunderbird yeah. where they give you the printout and they're like, hey, we put the windshield washer yeah. fluid here. We put, and you don't have that for your own body. Yeah, <laughs> That's exactly. what I feel like I'm at. Exactly. Vitamin D. Um, this is another hot topic right now and it has been for a while. Vitamin D has so many impacts on the body. It actually is acts like a hormone in the body. So you have a bit of a reduced ability to convert vitamin D into the active form. So you'd want to take more to allow more to convert into the active. So there's, uh, I forget how much is in the cod liver oil that you're giving me or that you're telling me to take. Should I be taking more than that? Yeah, your cod liver oil is going to have, I believe it's about a thousand. Which I is think that's hit what it is. Too. Mark there. Yeah. Oh, so it says a thousand. Got yeah. It. And we blood test you as well. So this is why, like, we'll look at what's happening gene, genetic um, panel wise, and then we'll make sure that that's in your system as well. Cause you don't know how much you're taking in per day from different sources. You've injected me with vitamin D yeah. before too. Yeah. Vitamin D and B12 at the same, yeah, at the yeah, different okay. shoulders or whatever. So. And that's the CYP2R1 gene. Yeah. Okay. I heard, I was listening to someone else speak, uh, a, a doctor, and she was saying that a lar like I think it was the majority, but a large percentage of North Americans are vitamin D oh, deficient. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's accurate? For sure, yeah. yeah. Out of the patients you see, pretty yeah. much everyone? Oh, yeah. I've never seen anyone with a, a normal vitamin D level just naturally who wasn't supplemented. So we're just not out in the sun enough. Not in the sun enough. Even I have a colleague, he practices in uh, California. His patients, he rarely sees someone with good vitamin D because people are in the car to work, huh. yeah. into the mall, back in the car to it's Starbucks. when we're over back. in Croatia, I'd never fine because we're out in the sun like yeah, six hours a day. Yeah, you have to have a good coverage of, of sun. Like you have to have like a good amount of skin yeah. there and then you have to be out there long enough with no sunscreen. The other thing is people are loading up on sunscreen and then that blocks vitamin D absorption huh. too, right? What about your skin color? Because she was saying that if you're darker skin color, because you're more resistant to the sun, you're less yeah. likely to produce as much yes. vitamin D. Really? I had no idea. Yeah. I yeah. had no idea. So your that. skin actually converts it. So the sun hits your skin and it converts to make vitamin D in your so body. So if your skin is darker, it won't convert it? It won't convert as much. So you have to take more um, to get the adequate amount. Huh, that's amazing. Vitamin D, it's always good to blood test that because it's hard to know where you're at. We did an experiment with some of our, our team members um, 
getting out in the sun every day at, at lunchtime at, around, at the clinic and then checking their vitamin D levels, it was a super small increase. Uh, we had um, Dr. How Wozniak. How did you check their vitamin D levels so quickly like that? No, we blood tested them. So we had like, uh, have you guys met Dr. Pete? Uh, big tall, he's 6'9". Yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Can't forget him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we had him going out every day for like 30, 45 minutes. We blood tested him before we started doing that. And then at the end of the summer, we rechecked him. And it was uh, up like five points. That's it. Yeah. So yeah, no so wonder you, why. So you need sustained amount of, of sun. Huh? Yeah. It's tough to get to get the vitamin D. All there right. Okay, we'll skip through a couple of these smaller ones. Iron levels are good for you, so no problem with iron levels. Okay. A lot of people have difficulty with maintaining proper iron levels. Didn't at one point you say that maybe I, I might have too, too much, much iron or something? Yeah, your ferritin levels, so your iron stores were high at one point, but it was only because you you uh, did your blood test after working out. You did a heavy lift. Oh, yeah, I did a really heavy one. That's right. So ferritin levels. You thought I was show. dying, yeah. didn't you? No. no. No, he's, he's probably, you were probably because you were probably no. acting like that when Tom does something. No. He's like, yeah. "You don't understand. You don't understand. Like it just it killed me. Like you don't understand how no, much it was. It was a really hard workout, man. I did <laughs> feel destroyed. Yeah, yeah. So um, iron levels will raise if you do a heavy lift and you yeah. have a lot of inflammation. You know It'll why? Because I don't think I told you. This is what happened. I really did a really really heavy lift the night before yeah. going for the blood work, and I didn't tell Doctor Cowan. Then he oh. gets the results and, and he like, calls me like, hey, man, like these are because my inflammation markers were way up yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I think it was just like heavy deadlifting or something. Yeah. And uh, anyway. Exactly. Here's your omega threes again. So, again, more con- more um, confirmation rates. Right? It's low. So you need to hit double the amount to get um, the recovery and anti-inflammation you need. Inflammation is linked to every um, chronic disease. Okay. Every single one. So good thing we're already overriding yeah, yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. Choline. This is uh, mainly for liver function. Is choline? Isn't choline in some of that liver detox stuff that I'm yes. taking from you that I really yeah. like? Yes. So choline is has a number of functions, but the biggest one is it can help you clear out fatty liver. So fatty liver is becoming more and more common now. Um, it used to be leaky liver. Now it's like fatty liver, leaky liver. Um, so choline helps you to flush the fat. So out what of is liver. fatty liver? Just you ha- you have fat in your liver. Yeah. So your liver is actually yeah. <laughs> liver, your so liver. obvious. Your liver is actually designed to be like a like a storage tank. So if you take in too many calories, you'll start storing some fat in the liver to use later. But if you fill that tank, then you'll start storing on the abdomen and then deeper on the organs. Got it. Which okay. is a huge problem for people. Like fat on the organs internally is a ma- major problem. So you need to clear out the stuff that's in the liver to then access the stuff that's deeper. So choline does a good job at doing that. Same with curcumin. Curcumin does a good job at um, pulling the fat out of the liver. Okay. Yeah. I'm still waiting for all the real good news, but yeah. know, the coffee was kind of good. <laughs> I thought that would have been here. No, the coffee I'm really happy with yeah. actually. Yeah, yeah. The alcohol, yeah, the alcohol you just confirmed a lot of stuff that I already kind of figured out about myself. But okay, yeah. probiotics. probiotics. So gut health. So based on your genes, um, this strain of bacteria would be ideal for you. This is like one of the two most common strains, Bifidobacterium. The other one's Lactobacillus, but this one. Uh, seems to work the best with your genes and then combined with some sort of prebiotic, some sort of fiber seems to work best to combat any negative um, gut problems like bad bacteria huh. in the gut and things like that. Okay. So it's prebiotic gut bacteria food. So a prebiotic is, is actually like a, it's, it's, it's food for the gut bacteria, yeah, like yeah. it's healthy food for it? Yeah, anything that's fiber-based yeah. feeds your good bacteria. I had no idea. Yeah, that's their only food source is fiber. Um, so yeah, so we, we've been doing actually this strain. We, we've done this before. So vegetables, like the, most is, vegetables have a lot of fiber yeah, too, right? Vegetables. Um, leafy fruit. Is it leafy vegetables? Um, not, not as much. Like you'll get more fiber with like a pear or an apple or like whole grains. You know, I'm just like thinking that. of our father, sauerkraut. Like, Remember sauerkraut? Yeah. sauerkraut. That he, hey, he would yeah. make homemade sauerkraut in our garage. We would open the garage as kids yeah. to go get a hockey stick to play ball hockey on the street. You would open our garage. Not, he- not healthy. You would get knocked over with the smell coming from the sour. And now he'd be able to be a, a business out of that. He'd be able to but you know, can I tell you how gross it was? It was a blue barrel, a plastic yeah. blue barrel fermenting. with, I want to feel like 80 cabbages in there fermenting with like a lid on it. And if you just, was it a it, lid? Wasn't it a piece of plywood with a rock? Yeah. Oh yeah. Sorry. That's <laughs> yeah. what I meant. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah a piece yeah, of plywood yeah, with yeah, a rock yeah, on yeah, top. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Like and a ply- sign, don't like touch plywood that was used to like as a cement formation piece yeah. of plywood, like that had particles of cement still on it as the lid. Yeah. Yeah. It was so gross. Holy crap. 
and this is so you get to brag about yourself a little bit in the physical fitness category. Oh, okay. I'm leaving. Oh, I'm yeah, leaving. let's yeah. hear it. Pain we'll have to compare yours. Pain next. tolerance. So look at this. Pain tolerance. Exceptional high ability to tolerate pain. Oh, so when I do complain, it must have been bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Higher than typical pain tolerance. Um, I've only ever seen this with one other guy. So, so we'll just layer that in. Uh, and he's uh NHL, he's an enforcer in the NHL. No way. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Higher I'm so happy. Uh, that's the I last so thing. Happy. Yeah. I knew my wrists yeah. and my fists were, I should have been an enforcer in the NHL. Yeah. So that's the last thing we need to hear. Yeah. Because for, for life, and I know Mike's here too, wait till the room. <laughs> oh, we're yeah. going to be out yeah, someplace yeah. and Tom's going to make sure that Mike everyone yeah, knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm going to record so you Dr. guys Kevin's know, I have a higher than average yeah. pain I'll be clipping this part of the podcast. Yeah. Kind of a big deal. And exercise motivation. This one's interesting. Oh, this one's zero. Yeah. Look at He has super low motivation. <laughs> totally, and but, the reason I know this is true. Oh my God. There's genes that tell you you yeah. have super BDNF gene yeah. and LEPR. Mm-hmm. These tell you that you have low motivation. Yeah. So you'll have, yeah. <laughs> so some of the recommendations are pretty funny for this. Like working work, out with yeah, a friend. Commit to a regular time. Okay. Commit you know to, why this is accurate? A hundred percent. Because during COVID, yeah. when everyone was like, you know, I'm going to get super fit and stuff. And people know that I go to the gym and stuff. Yeah. I did nothing. Yeah. I did absolutely nothing. Yeah. And I was just talking to Mike because we go at the same time yeah. and we both agreed that like, we have to go with someone. So I don't know if he has this problem or not. Yeah. I don't want to throw his problem on, on uh, my problem on him. But um, if I don't have a class or yeah. someone to go with, I could care less. See, you've got an excuse now. You can use that. But I can't believe there's gene, like there's genes that tell you this. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, yeah. that's, that's really interesting. I, this, I had no idea. Look at this one. And now he's going to really start bragging. We're really pumping your tires. Okay. No endurance is zero. Yeah. So. <laughs> what did, oh, did, what did yeah. yeah. Power exercise, including high intensity resistance training is recommended. Yes. You have an advantage in all strength and power based oh activities. Oh my God. I'm clipping that. An advantage. Yeah. Put that on the fridge. <laughs> Include throwing a baseball, kicking a soccer ball, sprinting yeah. and jumping. Yeah. Power exercises include strength training, mm-hmm. e.g. E- weights, being done at a faster speed. I knew this one, I just felt like this was more for me than, well, I guess it's not talking about, car. is, what, is there a cardio gene? Yeah, there, so, so see the, the one on the bottom, ACTN3, that gene's involved in fast twitch muscle fibers. So you would have more fast twitch, which short bursts of intense activity, you would thrive. Stuff which like I know that. I like. Yeah. I know I, I, yeah, I you're like, like what you do well in probably, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Versus like running around forever. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So you're um, not, should, you're not, it is, to, it is interesting to see Tom when Thomas do something and then like run. The, oh, it's the it, worst. It, it, they it all just, make fun of me. It's just I like, remember you talking about the CrossFit competitions and saying, oh, yeah. I just can't stand the running part. I'll uh, do a thousand deadlifts. No, but Dan, the trainer there, he's like, really? Yeah. Like, that's the way you run? I'm like, dude, I hate this. Why it's am I running? Like a heavy slab of meat just <laughs> knocking itself against the ground. And somehow the feet are you hitting first, I so it keeps that. moving. At one point, we were doing this thing where you had to wear a weighted vest. Okay. And they put weights in it, but they were clamping together. And I ran so slow. And the noise was of these weights were clamping together. I called myself the jalopy. <laughs> so I was the jalopy just running around yeah. the block. Like, yeah. It was brutal. See, you might be able to use this report, keep it in your back pocket. I have no, no cardio I'm gonna give today. It to Dan. I'm no going to give it to Dan. Dan, why, yeah, why are we doing cardio? Yeah. My genes say I shouldn't do any cardio. Exercise recovery. So this is what we've been working on too. So your recovery is not good naturally from, from exercise. You're a high risk category for muscle damage, fatigue, inflammation following exercise. All those inflammatory genes are involved for recovery from exercise. I totally exercise. believe this. Yeah. So I, so this is just, I want to say some of them. IL-6, IL-6-R, uh-huh. SOD2 though. SOD2. See, look, see yeah. the end, which may be associated with a decreased natural ability to clean up free radicals reduced yeah. during high And I do exercise. feel that. Like I feel after working out, I need to take care of my recovery. Mm-hmm. I need to eat properly. Mm-hmm. I need to get the right amount of sleep. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the top, number one thing this is really get, sucks, get out of your rest. So if you're going to lift heavy, you, you're going to want to space that out a little bit, probably, t- you know, 24, 48 I know hours. I need to. Yeah. I know I need to. So basically yeah. these last few things have just proven that you're kind of like a big baby. Yeah. yeah. So how does that work to get, how does that, how does that work? That's interesting because it says that like, I like the power type of exercise mm-hmm. or whatever it was called, but then I don't recover too well. Th- that yeah. jives in your mind? Yeah. You just want to space it out. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. So I can't do it day in, day out. Whereas uh-huh. some people, if they recover really well, they can just yeah. do it every day. Yeah. So Nick, Nick must have great recovery. You would think. Or I just fight through it. 
Because no, I, no, because no. My, I, I my mean tolerance that. Like, for pain, yeah. my tol- yeah. tolerance for pain is way higher than yours. We already know that. Hey, like he's seen in, that twice. Mine might, proven, be, mine might be the next one that he's only seen once. It's proven in my genes that he's only seen this twice. <laughs> yeah. One was an NHL yeah. enforcer and Tom Carrazza. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, but the sure. pain tolerance has nothing to do with this stuff. But but it would be it because can't even if you're sore, you just like other people. It's just like overtraining, right? Can push through because yeah. people would, wouldn't it, it just push through and doesn't matter. Isn't that what overtraining you, essentially is? Yeah, you could. Yeah, most people are not. Most people are not overtrained. They're under recovered. I would say. Oh, that's but, fair. Yeah, yeah. But you would probably you could just get hurt more often. Like you could easily push through it, but you you probably have some sort of damage. Actually, I think the next one shows where which your is weak what point I've, is. which is what I've every time I've injured myself. Yeah, yeah. it's from pushing through. Where's that one? There's one. Bone health. Yours has got to be strong. Yeah, what, yeah, that what bone, is the bone density health? thing. Yeah, yeah, more prone to bone fracture. So you carry a lot of inflammation naturally, um, which is where that comes from. Very see, that's, little that's, good news in this whole But see, that's report. interesting because you took a bone density thing and they said yeah. that your bone density, remember, was, was like the off the charts. Yeah. yeah, because he's doing a lot. So the number, number one way to increase your bone density is weight-bearing activity. So heavy lifting, um, the stuff that you guys have been doing, squatting, deadlifting, the he- weight-bearing stuff. So you're o- already overriding this. See what I mean? Oh, you think so, that's, so. The yeah. ge- that's just the genetic one. I see. Okay. So my genetic so, predisposition yes. is maybe not to have the most dense bones, but yes. because of what I'm doing, it's yeah. increasing the density. And vitamin D and calcium, those things too are going to help you to make more bone because they're going to help you build that up. So you're doing all those things already. You're, you're already tackling this uh, naturally. This is what I mean. You're doing a lot of good stuff for yourself. A lot of it, Injury though, th- this is really this helpful, is though. Yeah, this is helpful to understand because a lot of stuff has taken me years to figure out about myself, like the alcohol, the recovery at the gym. Yeah. Like you, yeah. you have made a lot of mistakes over the years. Look at the second point. Yeah, right look here. at this one. Yeah. Wow. Let's see what it says. Stretch your lower leg muscles. Yeah, for Achilles my, tear. I, yeah, yeah, look at the very bottom. Look at the very last line, There's especially a gene? of the Achilles tendon. Huh, oh that's my interesting. God. C- I want to say the gene. So if anyone looks at it, COL5A1 mm-hmm. is the gene. And I tore my Achilles. Yeah. yeah the, you, you carry a version of this one, gene that's I have one other patient tore Achilles as well. Has this. the same thing. So you need I to make sure. I don't understand how you can have a gene. They've associated a gene with a But Achilles you know what? Test. When we looked into the Achilles thing, so I don't know, obviously this, but I remember when we looked into it early when you've when you you've tore yours, some of the, the stuff we read said that it was a ge- could be a genetic thing. Yeah. Like it, like and my lower was, leg muscles are always tight. My calves are always tight. So yes, that, it, that yeah. gene, for example, the one, the COL5 one, is in charge of making collagen. So collagen is what builds all your ligaments and tendons. Yeah. So that's why well, I've supplemented with collagen. I kind of got away from it a little yeah, bit. But I'm eating a lot I'm, of I'm, bone broth. I'm about, to go, I'm about to go order some online right now. I'm, I'm, <laughs> but I thought I read yeah. that you couldn't externally supplement with just straight collagen very well. Your body doesn't absorb it. Collagen, right. you need vitamin C to absorb it. Is that how it yeah. works? So like if you're doing rehab or physio for a, a ligament or tendon injury, a good thing to do is collagen protein with vitamin C to help it absorb. But look at the first point there. You're, I think your big take home is big stretching. Like before it's, it should be active warm up. This shouldn't say stretch, but stretch following. It, a good active warm up for you would be helpful, especially lower body. Yeah. And then stretch Jeez. after. I'm terrible it's at stretching after. Because Carol started taking me to uh, hot, her hot yoga classes before COVID and everything's been shut down. Mm-hmm. And it was doing so well for me. Like the hot, you're just the stretching. Yeah. I felt like a million bucks. Yeah. you, Yeah, for sure. Look at this one. Um, exercise preference. So obviously Running. we know you like high intensity stuff. Oh, high intensity. Yeah. Um, but you're, you'll feel better because you have a big nitric oxide oxide boost with vigorous, intense exercise. You're going to feel that like big surge that almost like um, euphoric well, You're likely to be happier. So right. Yeah. So that's a gene. N-O-S-3. Mm-hmm. If you nitric have oxide. this gene. You're, I, you know what the, the most ridiculous thing is? Mm-hmm. Sometimes after, um, in this COVID period, I was starting to lose it a little bit mm-hmm. and, I, and uh, finally started working out again. And I was texting Dan saying, oh my gosh, I feel so amazing after the workouts. Yeah. Yeah, well, so you, you do nothing when you sit on the couch for two months and then you do something. Yeah, it's just no, natural. I guess, I guess, but it's just weird that you see it in the genetics like that. So that's Yeah, that is. That's, Ooh, but, but, but predisposition to addiction to nicotine and cocaine. Here oh, we go. Shit. This is the, like, this is luckily, great. This one's pretty interesting. That that one can't be right because nicotine I never got in. Everyone tried to make me well, smoke. No, it didn't up. say. Oh no, no, that's just no, the category. This is the category. Yeah. yeah oh, <laughs> I was gonna say cocaine. Yeah. I've never had. Yeah. So I know this one's not me. Look at this. Enhanced pleasurable pleasurable response to your first cigarette will increase likelihood of nicotine addiction. Huh. It's funny because when we were in the uh, beginning of a university there and everybody was smoking at the bars and clubs, I would always smoke having a few drinks. But yeah. And everyone's like, you're going to start smoking. You're gonna, but I oh, never did. Okay. I never did. 
I think mental, we have the uh, first false positive. Yeah, exactly. Oh, mood. Mental, mental strength, maybe. Yeah, mental strength, yes. Or obsessive compulsiveness. When I decide yeah. something's wrong and I, I just won't do it. Yeah, that's true. Um, what is this one? So M-A-O-A? This is, yeah, this is a little bit complex. This is how well you break down like neurotransmitters are like your serotonin, dopamine, things like that. Uh, so you have increased activity with that. So you may have... Um, you may have tougher time dealing with stress and things like that because you'll break those down um, Man, quicker. The whole, I, I'm so far on the report, I have this very little positive news I'm pulling from this report. Yeah. There are some <laughs> bragging right things, and, yeah. and so far, I, 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 I some reason, I think walnuts and pain salt. Tolerance and is good, pain is tolerance is Pain tolerance, yeah. Memory ones, yeah. Yeah, what's the memory one? So this is a gene? Yeah. So DR, yeah. DRD2? Yeah, so that controls dopamine levels. So decreased dopamine levels in the brain is going to make you... Um, have a little tougher time with memory and, and focus. But again, you're overriding a lot of these with um, your exercise, keeping inflammation down. Exercise will raise dopamine levels. Um, caffeine will boost dopamine levels. Um, wow. Yeah. Enhance your DRD2 activity to improve your natural dopamine levels. Mm-hmm. Supplement with L-tyrosine. Huh. Mm-hmm. Adequate zinc. Folate, okay. So if you were having trouble with mood and you're having trouble with focus, you weren't being productive, then we'd probably dive into this yeah, a bit got more. Yeah, got it. And yeah, but you're right. It. I feel like this yeah. this I got. Yeah, yeah you're okay. pretty productive all the time, right? Cognitive performance, stress resilience. This is similar. Okay. Warrior and that's the CEO. You have the warrior variant of go. this gene. I'm a warrior? <laughs> which is... Oh, we finally have some good news. Versus I'm a warrior. The, versus the warrior. Which the is warrior. Good, yeah. Oh my God, you're a warrior <laughs> yeah. or a warrior. And go. I'm a warrior. You have the warrior version. Yeah. yeah. Meaning that more neurotransmitters and estrogen may have been, may be metabolized. metabolized, leaving lower levels in your yeah. body. Got it. Yeah. Huh? Nick, I'm on. a warrior. You're probably a warrior. Detox ones. <laughs> this one's interesting because you, we've been looking at glutathione for you for a while. Remember you were asking oh, yeah, about yeah, glutathione. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you tend to... Um, have good normal ability to move out toxins, like okay. good normal glutathione uh, status, which is good. Okay, this is really interesting. The uh-huh. one time I feel like I do well with glutathione and I'm actually getting a benefit because after testing it myself mm-hmm. is after alcohol. So the next morning, if I'm groggy yeah. and I take glutathione, I feel like it processes through my system faster. Which is true because it's going to help your liver upregulate to clear out the alcohol that you can't clear. Okay, so Naturally. this is finally I'm seeing it. So now I really can, I can dial back any glutathione then it seems yeah. like until I need it in that kind of situation. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Sulfur. Anything, anything else that you wanted to cover here? Or did we get through me, the, the major stuff? Yeah, we won't touch on everything, but this is the, the category I think is, yeah, here's, some is more pra- here's some more praise for you. Oh, great. So you're pretty much lined up to be overweight and have really? Poor, like blood sugar type two diabetes, <laughs> hypertension, high blood thought, pressure. Like, I thought you were about to say something positive right yeah, now. No, you're but, pretty much lined up to be overweight and have high blood sugar. No, but look at you're the opposite of that. Like you're yeah, yeah. you're super lean. Like like what's your body fat? It's got to be under ten percent. I haven't. Right? I, I usually was hovering around actually like 11, yeah. 11, 12 percent, which is really thing. hard to get. So I think I'm high, higher now though, with the COVID stuff. Yeah, but I mean, more like, baked goods have been entering my body. But I think the stuff you're doing for yourself is really overriding all of your risk factors. Yeah, got it. You know, got like it. you actually have high preference for dietary fat, like preference for like fattier foods, French yeah. fries, chocolate yes. bars, like fattier Almonds, things yes. you're looking for. Yep. Um, but you're able to combat that with a combination of your everything else. Like I think the other stuff you've been doing, gut health, hormone health, detox, like all those things are helping. So basically you. so far what I'm hearing, when you say you're con- co- co- commending me, mm-hmm. it's not because of my DNA makeup at all. You're actually saying it's in spite of my DNA makeup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is not what I was hoping to hear. Which is more this impressive, is, right? Okay, maybe, maybe. But I was really hoping to hear that you're, hey, Tom, your DNA and your genes are amazing. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I okay. mean, it could be, well, you could have perfect genes and do nothing and just get the result, but you're like yeah, putting yeah, in the work. Yeah. <laughs> you're a good example. You're a warrior. Yeah. I'm a warrior. warrior, warrior gene. Yeah. See, even obesity, you would have more variants to be higher weight. Obesity risk is more likely oh, to be man. impacted. If you went, if you fell off your good lifestyle and nutrition yeah, stuff that you've been it. doing, higher intake calories, protein, fats, carbs, you would show that. Um, you wouldn't tolerate it. I can see well. that. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, got it. You could see that. Yeah. So if you fall off your routine, you'll see your body change quick. Yeah. 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 Eating behavior. Huh. Yeah. Look at that one. If you are overweight, 
eat early, earlier. Eat earlier. Remember we started doing some of the time restricted eating, yeah, eating yeah, earlier, yeah, yeah. getting better score. Yeah, that one really works well for me. Mm-hmm. The time restricted eating I want to get back to. Yeah. Got it. See appetite. Okay. Appetite is high. Following yeah. the Mediterranean diet will help me decrease my risk which, of obesity and type two diabetes. Which is, pretty, which is pretty much what you're doing, right? Like fish. I forget the definition of Mediterranean diet. It's pretty close. I, yeah. yeah. So it's like high protein fish, um, animal protein, high healthy fats, good veggies. Stuff like Where that. I'm just you're way good. over, or just the the red meats. Like I'm just yeah. I eat. I just love red meat. But okay. Yeah. All right. I think we checked my yeah, thyroid looked, hormone, yeah. correct? We've looked at that I feel that like too. that, that was fine. Good. Yeah, thyroid is good for you. Testosterone. You're actually predisposed to be a, a bit lower on testosterone. Um, this is something I thought we checked too and I was okay, no? Yeah, and again, so you can boost your testosterone from heavy lifting, zinc, vitamin D. Yeah, got Those it. Those are like okay. the only evidence-based strategies to get your testosterone back. Okay. And you're doing a lot of those things. You're doing all of those, right? You know, the, one of the things that I fell off of is the zinc for whatever reason. I just never made it a habit. I started with the whole COVID thing, taking the zinc. I got to get that back because you've said repeatedly yeah. the zinc is good. Yeah. If, keep testosterone levels high, immune system functioning. Zinc lozenges too, there's some good evidence on that in the oral cavity to uh, disable replication of viruses. Okay, got it. Um, so not to take it as a as a like just a regular vitamin or like a little pill mm-hmm. to take it as a lozenge. Yeah. If you're susceptible to cold and flu, it's, you can have it as a lozenge form, which will help kind of in that. And in that where do you get that? You buy yeah, that health stuff? Health food store. Health food store oh, will happen. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So that's the end of your report. So that's 51 pages. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so I'll take this because there was a bunch of other stuff that I wanted to look at. Yeah. I'll send it but, to you so uh, you have the detail. But yeah. So this is a good starting point where you can look at things like we're introducing this now because this is just when it's come out. But um you can see how it gives you a base of like, okay, what's someone programmed to do? Are they programmed to be higher blood sugar, overweight, poor recovery? What what kind of exercise are they more geared to? You can sort of like steer people down th- the right pathways. It's literally taken about 47 now. So it's taken me seven years of my own experimentation to understand that I should eat grains like oats and not some of the other grains that we were talking about because I just do better with like oats and yeah. stuff. I never played around with whole grains. I kind of dismissed them a little bit because some of the, some, some of the wheats I felt like yeah. weren't doing too well with me. But I don't know if that was just the carbohydrate component or, or even if I'm talking accurately right now. But I just discovered it took me a while to figure out oats is good, yeah. that I could handle some coffee. Alcohol consumption really messes me up. Like it, yeah. it's, it's taking me years to figure this stuff out. Yeah, we've had a little hints along the way. Do you remember yeah. when you were doing um, really high fat and almost no carb yeah and your recovery was real it was really Brutal. it was tough to recover yeah. you're feeling really tanked so if you're already naturally not recovering super well and you don't tolerate the high fat content you were kind of like unknowingly going down on making it harder for yourself then we introduced some carbs and all of a sudden your recovery was yeah. way it's better. funny because when i started that i guess i was feeling really good just because i guess i'd cleaned up my diet mm-hmm. and then it was good but then with all the working out i was doing i needed some carb for the recovery because yes. my recovery is something that is weak yes and i wasn't getting any carb to recover yeah exactly so i think heavy lifting is works well for you obviously increasing the omega-3 to get your recovery better supporting testosterone so do um, i have to increase what you have me on now for omega-3 is enough one tablespoon i have of that cod liver oil yeah so i, I believe you're already on three grams which is three thousand milligrams i believe that's what it is okay for i'm gonna check we'll okay check to make okay sure. but i okay. think you're there right now and that also has vitamin a and vitamin d in it as well that's why i love it yeah it's like one-stop shopping yeah so that works well for you i think um that's a good out of good all the things that and and i think you've had great success with me tweaking different stuff that one specifically you really nailed mm-hmm. but before we even had this yeah, yeah. So, and so I think this tool is useful for the base to see what someone's designed to do. And then looking at the functional tests like the stool test or hormone test to see what's happening in your current situation, right? Like what your what your genes are doing isn't going to show everything about how you're feeling currently. For example, if you're under a ton of stress, your genes may be like, oh, you look great. Meanwhile, functionally, you're having issues with energy and sleep. So we're kind of using this as here's your base and then we're looking at what's happening with someone over time and what's the snapshot look like and how can we optimize that in combination with what you're designed to do both sides of it it's a lot different than what used to be happening wow that's a lot of information this is really good and i've discovered i'm also a warrior and that i should be calling kyle dubis because the leafs need some enforcers and apparently i'm available he's a high and i'm I'm the right guy for the job so just can't drink after the game Uh, i'm fine i don't even want to so we're good to go (laughs) 
We're good they to still go. have to see the skating ability, though. That's the. No, no, that's no, no, no. <laughs> I'm fearless. I'm fearless. It might not look that great, but I'm. I'm You'll going go through the boards. I'm going it. through the boards. That's the only way he's going to make it. I'm going through the boards. I'm taking someone with me for the Stanley Cup. Yeah, that's how it's going to happen. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah, so a lot of info, but. Um, so and then uh, I guess just if someone's listening to this and they go this is what you would sit down and go through with them and I find that you just start you're still following that that the the phenom method of going through it's not detox first usually right what was it yeah liver liver function like detox system so liver detox system hormone and gut those are the three big okay so you will do this with someone first Mm -hmm. then to tweak those three systems i guess now it gives you such good insight you're 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 operating from an advantage yeah right so then you can cut to the chase too right you can just dive in and be like okay these are some issues that you're probably going to face or are facing let's correct those and then look at the other systems based on what you're experiencing currently okay and the one some of that stuff freaks me out like the motivation motivation to work out is so accurate yeah. But the fact that there's a gene for that just yeah, still that's freaks weird. me out. Yeah. But uh, like, because who made that correlation between that gene and the motivation for working out? Like, how does that even work? But anyway, so the next thing I guess then is doing blood work to see how some of this. Like, is it naturally yeah. a time for me to be doing blood work with you again? So the only so we would do blood work on the susceptibility. So like for you, um, vitamin D status was one of them. Yeah. B12 status okay. was one of them. So we want to make sure those are at optimal levels for you. Um, and then based on what you're telling me, like if you're saying, you know, I'm, I'm feeling run down, I can't sleep, my energy is tanking, we might do a, a cortisol panel for you to see what's happening there. If you're having like brain fog and digestive stuff and bloating. Which I'm not right now. Then we'll look at that. If you're having metabolism issues, we'll look at liver. Okay. So we'll kind of base it on what people want to improve that will start there as the entry point. But I think um, like we've been saying, the genetic part is kind of interesting to give you like, here's a basic framework, like the hardware of your computer and then what's the software is like the functional stuff. Yeah, because once you know this, it seems like you can focus on overriding some of your DNA and not make yeah. it accidental or taking seven years, like I'm describing, that's taking me so long to figure yeah. out what works for me and what doesn't. Yeah, and I think that's why it's important to have a practitioner work with you on it because um, if you just had this report in front of you, you wouldn't know where to start. Here's all this information. Like, what are you going to start doing? Like a thousand things a day, take 200 supplements yeah, a day yeah, to override yeah. everything. So I think... For this type of level of um, complexity, it's good to have someone help you with it. And this actual, this pro, um, it's called Love My Health Genetic Test, but this pro version is only available through a practitioner. And there's like other base ones that um, don't give you all the detail that are sort of commercially available. So um, they're just keeping that back for practitioners like yourself to get some extra info or something? Well, because they don't want people to take the info and, and do radical stuff with it. Like they want you to have take way too much vitamin C. Yeah. Or like, um, or let's say if it says, you know, you're predisposed to low vitamin D and you're, yeah. so you're like, Oh my God, I'm scared up. about that and getting sick. I'm going to take 10,000 units a day and have vitamin D toxicity. And what yeah. is it? So and I didn't even know that stuff was available in Canada. That's why I went, I went to the website. I'm like, Oh, there's this stuff's even, I didn't even know it was available because so much of that stuff was U S based. You know what I mean? And then mm-hmm. I know you, you're on top of this stuff and that's seeing this was the only reason I knew that that was available. This is, it's actually a decent... Yeah, this is pretty new. This, like I said, the one you guys have done before was we took 23andMe, yeah. extracted the raw data, and we're running it through a, a genetic software to get the info. Yeah, this seems um, more complete though, for sure. Yeah. And we were seeing some things on there that didn't always match up, and it was a bit... So but now they're, they're, they have a disclaimer saying, do not do this anymore, because if you take the information and you take it to heart and you use that information and it's not accurate... Yeah. Well, especially you someone can, who's you fine screwing yourself up. Well, yeah. especially if you're an elite athlete, like some of the athletes you're working with, mm-hmm. is someone like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can really kind of yeah, it matters. It matters. Like All recovery these, from yeah. one day to the next matters yeah. a lot more Big than time. than your your elite status. How are you seeing people during this time right now with their health? Is everyone really coming to you saying, hey, I want to top up my immune? Because I feel like we should all be working on our immune systems right now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think it's important. Um, Yeah, we've been doing everything virtually. A lot of people are concerned about immune health, obviously, and with risk factors. If you have risk factors for your health, you seem to be more at risk for some of the things going around um, right now. So it is important to boost that and use the evidence-based stuff, right? There's a lot of kind of nonsense out there. So... It's important if you're going to be using things to have some evidence behind it that it's actually going to help you. So thank you for that. How do people, how do people find, if they want to reach out, what's the best way? Yeah, website. Uh, so uh, phenomhpm.com. So P-H-E-N-O-M-H-P-M.com. And then um, Instagram page, um, we try to put content out on that. So at phenom underscore doc, D-O-C. 
Um, those are probably the best two, two places. Um, cool. And, and yeah, and you can see, so anyone on our team will be able to run a genetic profile with you. Just let them know. So we just have to do an initial and then you have to be a patient first and then we can run the genetic profile for you. The pro version is 300, 381 to do. Um, but you just want to do it one time in your life to see your whole makeup. It's interesting, man. It's, it's important to yeah. know how your body works. Like if, if yeah. out of all the things that you want to know how it works, mm-hmm. your body is one thing. Like just think how much you spend on your flipping car. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. And like Some any, of it any, you don't want to know, but no. then like, like you don't, I don't want to know that I don't recover but, well from these work. I don't want to know that, but it's, it's kind of good to know. That's a badge of honor. Now you're like, look at, I have poor recovery and I'm still back here. Yeah. Two days later, Someone explained it to me. This, <laughs> All right. Okay. That's a glass, one, glass one, half full way. Yeah. One of my friend's dad explained to me like this. He goes, look, you guys, you know, you always think like it's a good thing not to go to the doctor. Like, Oh, this little thing. I don't, I don't have to worry about this little bump or I have this pain. You don't have to worry about it. He goes, look, what happens when you go, when your car, if your car is making a noise, what do you do? You go to the mechanic. The first thing you do, you're like, oh, I don't know, something's wrong with my car. My car's making a noise. But then for your body, you just ignore it for so long. And then sometimes you go and it could be something major that's been yeah. been outstanding for that period of time, right? And it's like, it, it was like that analogy stuck with me for so long. It's like, yeah, if I'm going to actually invest the time and some a little bit of urgency in understanding any system in my life, it should be my, my own body that dictates sure. everything, right? The weird part is I didn't fully understand the value of that until I fixed some stuff to understand how I could feel. Yes. And then after I started feeling really good, then, then you understand. Then it. I was yeah. like, oh, something's off. I got to go to the doctor. But before then, I really didn't understand what you're saying. Like, I totally yeah. get it. Like, yeah. it makes sense. But I didn't understand how good you could feel. And then when you started kind of doing these different things with me, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is how much energy you, could, you can yeah. have. Then when you don't have that energy, you're like, eh, yeah, you just I, know something's off. You you're know more some, in tune with your body. You're totally it changes more in tune. It, yeah. And that's what I think we're really good at. Like, our team's really good at breaking things down quickly and doing things that get you feeling better really quick to show you that next level. And then it's, then it's hard to go back from that. It's like seeing in high definition, you don't want to go back to being tired and sluggish totally. and not sleeping. You want to feel optimal. And just to your point, Nick, too, like we always joke around saying, you know, you wouldn't drive your car and then the check engine light comes on and you just sort of like, yeah, you go into panic mode. You you, yeah, right? you wouldn't ignore it yeah. and just tape it up and just keep Nick, driving. Nick, you're going to have to do yours yeah. next, Take man. it to you, Mr. Lube, right? Yeah. And figure out what's going on. You're going to have to do yours. You want to be a warrior like me, man. Look, I'm you so be in tune warrior. with my body that I already know the answers oh, to all these. Jeez. <laughs> you want, listen, if you want to be a warrior like me, you got to take the test. That's it. <laughs> Dr. Cowan, thank you. Really, welcome. really appreciate this. Thank you. Hey, everyone. So hopefully you enjoyed that. If you want to reach out to Dr. Cowan yourself, you can get uh, to him and his team at phenomhpm.com. Dot com. So that's phenom, P-H-E-N-O-M, H-P-M.com, phenom high performance medicine. Really thank him for doing that. We had a good laugh. Hopefully you enjoyed that chat. And uh, that's it for now. If you want to check out some of the latest real estate information that we are up to or for yourself, you can go to www.rockstarinnercircle.com for all the latest real estate information that we're sharing there. That's www.rockstarinnercircle.com. That's it for this episode. Until next time, your life, your terms.